Good morning and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotional. We're in the book of Numbers, chapter 21, and we're going to start with the fourth verse. It goes like this. They marched from Mount Hor on the Reed Sea Road along the land of Eden. The people became impatient on the road. The people spoke against God and Moses. Why did you bring us up from Egypt to kill us in the desert where there is no food or water? And we detest this miserable bread. So the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people and they bit the people. Many of the Israelites died. The people went to Moses and said, We've sinned, for we spoke against the Lord and you. Pray to the Lord so that he will send the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous snake and place it on a pole. Whoever is bitten can look at it and live. Moses made a bronze snake and placed it on a pole. If a snake bit someone, that person could look at the bronze snake and live. So this is a really important biblical story. It's one of the ones that is probably most, it's probably pretty familiar to us. Uh, numbers is one of those books that we don't read very often because it's lists of numbers of people. But this story is is really common um, because I think it touches on a few things that are central to to our lives. One is a, just a general fear of snakes. I don't know about you. I'm not a big snake fan. I don't go in the reptile house at the zoo. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't keep pets in my house. Um, I don't like snakes. I don't want them around. And that's been since the beginning of time, right? God punished the snake in Genesis to be detested. And so the idea of snakes getting loose in a camp and biting people is, is a primal fear that most of us have. The other thing that comes from the story is the caduceus which is the symbol that doctors wear on their lab coats when they go when you go to see your doctor if they wear a coat they probably have embroidered in their coat this symbol of a snake on a pole and sometimes they have wings the angel's wings and it's a reminder of the idea of being able to heal in the face of disease now this story is important because god had just given the israelites exactly what they wanted they prayed to God for victory over the Canaanites so that they could move along the road towards Edom and their final, their next spot on their on the campaign. And so the military victory was their first military victory in the promised land. And they'd gotten exactly what they wanted. And what did they do? The same thing we all do, which is turn around and complain. They turned around and complained to God and said, you know, I'm really tired of this manna. It's gross. I don't like it. Can we stop eating it, please? And so God gave them what they asked for, and it wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough. And so God sent snakes into the camp. As sort of a reminder to people that they had it pretty good. At least there wasn't snakes before, right? And so the people prayed again to God, had Moses complain, prayed to God, and God gave them a symbol. Now, on Sunday morning, we talked about the difference between an altar and an idol. An altar is an object that helps us to see God, that reminds us to, to sacrifice, to take the time, sacrifice our time and energy and effort to look for God. Whereas an idol is something that we worship in and of itself. And this staff that Moses created was a way for people to see God. If you're sick, you looked at this symbol and you prayed and you got better. 
But it wasn't the snake. It wasn't the stick that did anything. It was your act of faith, your act of repentance, your act of looking towards God. Now, later on in the Old Testament, they're going to destroy this stake on a pole because people had started worshiping it. It had become a pole. It had become an idol of itself. It was no longer a way to see God, but a way for people to pray to it. They thought the stick was doing the healing. Now, how many times in our lives does something that once was an altar, once was a place that required the sacrifice of our time and our energy and our attention in order to see God, to have a relationship with God as a conduit to God's spirit becomes an idol. And we start to worship the thing itself or the idea itself or the tradition itself. We can turn things, all kinds of things, from an altar, from a way to see God, to be to tap into God's spirit, into an idol, replacing God, replacing God's impact. The idol didn't do it; doesn't do anything for us. And so, what is the altar in your life today? That idea maybe you're holding on to, or or regrets that maybe you've turned into an idol, or grudges or a tradition or always having to have new things. There's all kinds of things that can be an idol or an altar. What used to be a conduit for God to God for you that is now turned in itself into an idol and the thing you worship. God bless. Mm-hmm.